You're listening to the Sportsman's Empire Podcast Network brought to you by Full Sneak Gear. Check out their entire lineup at fullsneakgear.com. Also be sure to check out our entire stable of podcasts at sportsmansempire.com. New from Moultrie Mobile, the Feed Hub offers first-of-its-kind cellular connection and control for nearly any spin cast feeder on the market. When used with the Moultrie Mobile app, you can monitor feed and battery levels, run feeders on demand, receive alerts when feeders are clogged, and remotely adjust feeding times. The Feed Hub is ideal for anyone who maintains feeders. Remove the guesswork and save time by planning feeder maintenance before you drive to your hunting property. For more information, visit MoultrieMobile.com. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and... 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. You're listening to the Sportsman's Nation Podcast Network brought to you by Interstate Batteries. Whether you're looking for a car battery or batteries for your trail cameras, Interstate Batteries has you covered. Now, you can go to their website, interstatebatteries.com, and check out all the information about the companies and the kinds of batteries that they offer. Or you can just go to your local Interstate Batteries retail store. There's like 200,000 of them across the entire United States and ask one of the specialists that work there. Interstate batteries, outrageously dependable. Welcome to the Transition Wild Podcast, brought to you by Expedition Archery. I'm your host, Adam Parr, and you're listening to episode number 44, where we talk with Colin Wayne of Outdoor Edge. Hello, and thanks again for tuning in to the Transition Wild Podcast, the number one source for Western big game hunting. I hope you guys had a great weekend. It's starting to warm up, starting to get a little more sun here in Colorado. It's been rainy the last couple weeks, uh, some snow in the forecast as well, and uh, it, it was kind of a depressing time. I'll just put it that way. <laughs> it just seemed like it was raining nonstop, but I'm not complaining because we certainly need it. We we really didn't get any rain last year and uh, it was certainly dry all summer. So bring on the rain. That's all I got to say. Hope you guys had a chance to get out and do a little hiking, do a little exploring, do a little prep for the upcoming hunting season. I got a chance to finally get out and look for some elk sheds and ended up finding seven elk sheds in total with the family. So that's pretty cool. And, um, we matched up a set. I found an elk shed to a bull that I actually have trail camera pictures of from last fall in velvet. So that's pretty neat. I'm, uh, I'll share those pictures on social media as well here over the next week or so, just to kind of showcase that a little closer. Cause I think that's pretty cool. Never done that before. Um, so I had an absolute blast and I hope you guys are kind of starting to think about elk season that really put me in the mood having those antlers in my hand just like ah man I miss this I want to get on the mountain and put an arrow through a big bull <laughs> it's been a couple years so um, if you're like me and you're 
you're hunting Colorado this fall and um, you know for those of you who don't really know where to begin or if it's your first hunt head over on to transitionwild.com and subscribe I'll send you the Colorado beginner elk hunting guide for free and it's essentially a 10 page PDF download that I've put together it's gonna walk you through getting started scouting preparation uh, you know buying your tags where to hunt when to hunt gear list you name it it's on there. It's kind of a Kickstarter to get you going with your first elk hunt here in Colorado. So go to transitionwild.com, subscribe. I will send you that for free. This is a cool episode. Uh, big thanks again to Colin for coming on the show. I had a lot of fun, learned a lot, and we really cover you know, where Outdoor Edge got its start, where they're at today, what different knives and gear they're producing for a number of different applications and industries such as hunting, fishing, camping, hiking, everyday carry, tactical, and we really just go through the whole lineup. Also talk about some new 2019 stuff, and I'm excited to announce that we are doing a giveaway for today's episode, so make sure you tune in to the entire episode to learn how to enter to win. So, Let's not wait any longer. Let's get Colin Wayne on the line. Before we begin, today's episode is brought to you by Expedition Archery, manufacturer of the world's finest archery experience. Expedition bows combine aerospace level quality, innovative designs, and a fluid feel serious hunters demand. Test drive one today at your nearest archery retailer and view their full lineup at expeditionarchery.com. Why settle for status quo when opportunity and adventure awaits? Make your next hunt an expedition. All right, on the line with us now, we have Colin Wayne of Outdoor Edge. How are you today, Colin? I'm doing very well. How are you? Doing good myself. Beautiful beautiful day here in in, uh, Colorado, and, and you're in Denver, right? Yep, just down the road from you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You guys uh, just legalized uh, or decriminalized mushrooms there. Congrats. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's a big step for somebody. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's uh, you know I I've only know that because I listen to the Joe Rogan podcast. I'm not a I'm not a shroom user by any means, but I think it's kind of uh, for it's on par for Denver, right? <laughs> yeah, no, I'd say. Um... I mean, I can only imagine what's next, but <laughs> yeah. Well, it's yeah. a good thing you got a few knives at your disposal in case the the zombies come around and you got to fight them off. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt, man. So, so what have you been up to lately? Have you been uh, any any work travel? Any you know personal travel, hiking trips? What what's what's been going on in your neck of the woods? Yeah, you know, the first few months of the year are typically just just fast and rapid travel for myself and the rest of the team at Outdoor Edge. We're, we're going to meet with a lot of customers, um, a lot of trade shows, just trying to, to put a good plan in place for the rest of the year. And uh, most of my travels just been, just been for work. Um, but I'm looking, I'll probably do a, a couple trips this summer. Um, been out, I skied obviously quite a bit this winter and uh gonna do some fly fishing trips this summer and just um just kind of soak up colorado and what it's all about yeah i mean i we, that's the beauty part of being here is there's just endless if you, if you love the outdoors there's really 
there's really no better place in my opinion from skiing mountain biking hiking camping hunting fishing just you name it we, we've got it in our backyard so that's pretty cool yep yeah man yeah i go all around the country and always um even though denver's become a a bigger kind of sprawling city that's it's growing weekly um i always feel just really good to get home from a trip and be here and I can see the mountains, uh, you know, as I drive west on I-70 every morning on the way to work. So it's definitely a good place to be. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So are you from Colorado originally or where'd you grow up? So I've actually, I've lived here for uh, 20, almost 22 years. Um, I was born in Massachusetts and my family's from uh, New England and uh, yeah, my parents moved me and my brother out to Colorado um, when we were little kids, and uh, I've been out here ever since. I went to college in Denver and just um, tried to look at leaving a couple times and never really saw the need, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're kind of like, a, I guess, a pseudo-native. You've, you've, you've lived out here most of your life, but you're not from here originally. And from what I found, there's just not a lot of people originally from Colorado. Most people are either transplants or, you know, just didn't grow up here. They moved here because they love the outdoors or just wanted to be here. So Yeah. No, there's very few natives. Um, my <laughs> wife is a native, and she rubs it in frequently. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I very much consider myself to have grown up here and, uh, and yeah, I wish I could have that stamp of approval, but <laughs> I'm, I'm good with it. It's all right. Yeah. Well, I, I would, uh, I would say you, you've, you're pretty close there. You're closer than most. <laughs> so yep. did, did, how did you start working for Outdoor Edge? Have you worked in the outdoor industry in the past? Is this something that was kind of new for you altogether? Tell us about how maybe you got started with them and, and maybe give us a rundown on your job title and responsibilities. Yeah, so I my, I have worked in the outdoor industry for many years. Um, you know, I started just working at Christie Sports, which is a local chain of ski shops, and uh, started working there when I was 16 years old in high school and I worked there part-time through college. And then, um, when I was in college, I also started a ski pole company. It was called six sticks and, uh, started that with my brother and one of our other buddies. And so we, you know, just at the age of 18 years old or so started, um, sourcing ski poles in Europe and, uh, you know, it taught me a lot about just building a brand and manufacturing overseas and um, the sales side of, of the outdoor business. And, uh, and from there, you know, I did that for num- a number of years. We started it in 2007. And I'd say, you know, the last year that we were really working on that, that business or, or project, if you will, was 2012. And that was, um, that was when I actually landed at, at Outdoor Edge, and the it was kind of a, a good, uh, a lucky time, I'd say, for myself, because the um, the owner of the company, he had just, uh, you know, made the decision to part ways with the national sales manager that was here, and so I got an intro 
at the right time, not even really knowing that there was an opportunity. And, uh, and from there, it led pretty fast to me uh, starting as the national sales manager at Outdoor Edge in end of October of 2012. And then um, as we've grown the business, uh, we've expanded the team in my my current role is VP of Sales and Marketing, and I've been here for about six and a half years now. Wow, very cool. That's awesome that you started your own business doing that. That's that's I'm sure a really really good way to get your feet wet, not only with sales but just all understandings and operations of how a business works. I'm sure that was very valuable <laughs> to you uh, in, in that role of of sales manager and now VP of of Sales and Marketing. Yep. Yeah, no doubt. It was like, it was cool because we started this business and I was studying marketing at the time at the University of Denver and everything that I was learning in these courses, I was able to directly apply to the business. And so I really got a, a, a I'd say a, a stronger education than I would have um, without that business, just being able to take concepts and fully understand it and how it, you know, plays into a, a business. And, um, you know, even though the ski industry is, is obviously highly seasonal, um, just the, the foundation there of, of understanding the sales cycle and just, you know, the marketing side and, uh, even the manufacturing side, I was able to take all of those, those skills and just transfer them to what I do today. So, um, it was awesome. Yeah, no, that's, that's really cool. So now, uh, do you manage like a team? Uh, obviously you probably manage a team of like inside sales reps and then you're kind of overseeing the marketing stuff as well. You're attending trade shows, traveling for meetings, working with some of the accounts, like kind of, I guess what's your day to day look like? Yeah. So we, we've got a pretty small team here. Um, uh, we've got about 25 full-time employees today and, that includes our warehouse. So we've got uh, maybe 12 people or so in the front office and then, you know, the rest are in the warehouse. And the team that I manage directly is the, the sales team, which we've got today uh, five people. Um, we've got a, a couple open positions that we're filling. So um, we'll have another, another one or two guys or girls uh, joining the team this summer. And then um, as far as what, what I handle, I obviously manage these salespeople. Um, and then I've got, you know, the business that I head up is really the, the larger retailers like uh, Cabela's, Bass Pro Shops, Sportsman's Warehouse. Um, and so I'm, I'm working a lot on just helping the sales team with you know, what they need, the tools that they need to perform. And then I, uh, I'm meeting a lot with our bigger customers and just putting programs in place and uh, making sure they've got everything they need to, to sell our line as well. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And you, you mentioned the ski, the, the kind of the ski business. Um, <laughs> and I guess the, the outdoor industry in general is, 
we do have those cyclical sales events. So um, it, it, it obviously we'll get into it here in a second, but it seems like you guys have done a really good job in the recent years of coming out with different products to kind of even out the the humps and valleys and, and coming up with different industries and markets to kind of to grow that business and not just have all your eggs in one basket. So I'm, I'm sure you had a pretty big part in that. Yeah. So we're, we are fortunate as a knife brand to to have a really long product life cycle. Mm-hmm. So in you know, and whether it's apparel or footwear or um, you know hard goods in the ski industry, you'll see like a ski company might release a new line of skis, and maybe maybe the shape and the core of the skis are the same from the previous season, but the top sheet has changed, and so. They, you know, if they've got a rough year, um, they've got a bunch of, of carryover inventory typically. And that was, that was always, I mean, that's probably the hardest part of those seasonal industries is just the planning around inventory. But for us having, I mean, we've got a, we've got products in our line today, they're 20 plus years old. And so when we come out with a new product, we've invested in, in the tooling and the molds and you know, packaging and everything. And typically, as long as that product doesn't get cannibalized by something else in the line, um, we'll have it for a long time. And, you know, historically, we've always been known as a as a great hunting knife brand. And over the last five years, where we've seen a lot of growth and been able to to just expand our offering is coming up with products outside of hunting and just uh, covering more of the the outdoor, um, you know, sectors of of the larger outdoor industry for cutlery, and um, you know, some of that's um, we've done some cooking, like camping utensils. For we've got a, a couple tools that are that are really cool. One's called the Chow Light, another one's called the Chow Pal, and they are, you know, just perfect for if you're camping. You've got a a really good eating utensil, and then We've come out with a number of just um, pocket knives for everyday carry. Uh, we've come out with some utility knives that we're marketing into the hardware, home improvement, industrial supply markets. Uh, we've come out with some really good fishing fillet knives, um, some tactical items like our Paraclaw. It's our bracelet knife. And then we've got just some other good outdoor tools um, we've got a new a new knife called the Ignitro that'll be available in about a month, and that's a just a cool little survival knife with a fire starter built in and a whistle. And so yeah, we've that's where we've been able to to grow is just like you said, you know, where are the dips um, in the year and just filling in product, and uh, it's been good. It's been really good. Yeah, no, you're re- I can I can tell. I mean following the last couple of years, you guys have really ramped that up quite a bit. That's, uh, that's really neat. So what's, what's, give us the overview background of Outdoor Edge and, you know, how it got started, um, all of that, just give us the high level and, and, and tell us from the beginning to, to where you're at now. Yeah. So Outdoor Edge is 31 years old this year. And, um, we've been in Colorado for, you know, the, the whole time. And, uh, the the guy who started it is David Block, and he is um, he's uh, definitely an inspiration for 
entrepreneurs in our industry because he literally took a concept um, like a design from a senior design project at Colorado School of Mines in Golden. And he said, you know, this is pretty cool. I want to make this. And so he, he then, you know, much like myself, learned uh, the manufacturing side and, and became a businessman and brought his first couple products um, to market right out of school. And so um, those first items were, were T-handle, gut hook skinning knives and uh, they're you know we still have one in the line today um, the factory that he initially was working with on that is closed down for um, I think three years now but um, you know that's that's kind of how he got started and he's always he ran the business really lean for many years and uh, you know he just had these milestone kind of products that that allowed him to keep growing and make his, take his, you know, I don't want to call it a hobby business, but at least more of a a passion kind of business into a real, you know, just top of the market kind of uh, successful brand. And uh, you probably remember the the old Cody pack. That was a a caper with the gut hook skinner um, T handle saw on the back and a leather sheath. So that was a, a big one for him. I think that was his uh, 10th year in business. He came out with that. And then uh, a couple years later, he came out with the game processor, which is our, our biggest 12 piece butcher kit. And we really, um, you know, with that product, we, we built a full line of butcher kits around that at different price points. And we really established ourselves as the, the leader in the market for, for high quality butcher kits. Um, at the time, there there just weren't options out there for hunters that wanted to process their own game, and um, so he's uh, he really kind of pioneered that market, and we've you know remained the the largest player for butcher kits. And then um, after that, you know the swing blade, which is a pretty I'd call it a legendary knife at this point, um, where you you actually swing the blade over from a skinning blade to an open-faced curved gutting blade, and that was a um, a big milestone as well. About I think about a decade ago, and then um, in 2013 we came out with our first replacement razor blade knives, the Razor Light, and uh, that was that was another um, product line that really just catapulted us, and uh, and that whole line has evolved uh, tremendously. We've got you know, just a number of SKUs within that product series. So, so yeah, it's been just coming up with innovative, good products. We're all about value. Um, obviously, we want, you know, we're using the products ourselves, and we care a lot about, um, you know, how people are, like, using them in the field and just, you know, we want a trustworthy, good, just wicked sharp knife that's going to last but we also aim to produce it at an affordable price point that pretty much anybody can afford. So that's that's the goal right there is innovation and value. Yeah, and yeah, no, I can. can yeah, I can totally see that. That's the one thing that's always stuck out to me is that hey, the price point is is really good, and you're getting a, a great quality knife. It seems like you're constantly innovating, and the main thing that I see, or when I think of outdoor edge, I think of like you've really 
thought everything through in regards to it's not just a knife it's a it's a tool that serves a, a variety of purposes just like you said that I remember when that swing blade came out I was like holy cow like this is <laughs> why hasn't ever anyone ever thought of this before I mean you got the one blade it's replaceable and then you know you can swing over to the other side and it's a it's a gut hook um, it just seems like everything in the a lot of the the knives and the tools in your lineup have multi-purpose like you said the igniter or ignitro Ignitro. Um, yeah like you know it's a fire starter built into that along with a knife and uh, whatever else the the paraclaw's got you know paracord and it's a it's a knife and and you know other other kind of features built in so that's that's one thing that's always stuck out to me about outdoor edge in general yeah yep now that's that's the goal i mean when you look at how long it takes us to to come to market with a new product. Um, there are just so many revision, re- revisions and just trying to make the product as good as it can be. And uh, and yeah, no, that's that's a big part of it. I mean, it takes us typically at least a year to to come out with a new item just because we want to make it as good as we can instead of rushing it and yeah. and finding out oh, we should have done this or that. So, yeah. Yep. Yep. Doing it right. I like it. So let's, let's dive into some of the, like basically the specific lineups here or the specific industries or markets that you serve. First and foremost, I want to cover hunting cause that's, you know, the bread and butter of our, of the podcast right. here and, and, uh, you know, why I was originally drawn to outdoor edge and we'll get into some of the other ones, uh, following, but let's, let's talk about the hunter hunting lineup. Um, Kind of my, the one I currently use is the the Razor Pro and the Saw Combo. And uh, when I started using that last fall, I was I was completely blown away. I was actually mad at myself that I I had I had been using other other knives for so long because, um, and I'll let you explain everything about it. But it's it's just a it's just a really good setup, and again fits that multi purpose multi tool. Uh, kind of standard. So um, I guess let's kick it off on the hunting side. Let's talk about the Razor Pro uh, and the Razor Pro saw combo. Yeah, so the the Razor Pro is definitely, you know, when you look at the field dressing, the higher quality field dressing knives that we produce, um, the Razor Pro is absolutely the, the strongest item. And the the reason for that is because it does have, I mean, it pretty much offers the same functionality as the you know the swing blade series but you've got this replacement razor blade that's it's a three and a half inch blade so it's it's really a kind of a perfect size for skinning and then um, the razor pro is a little bit more compact than the swing blade because it's a folding knife and both the um, the replacement blade and the gutting blade those open and close independently of each other so it's truly just a a double blade folder with two locks and so you've got your your replacement blade and then the other side the people that loved the um, the older swing blade or the flip and zip series they've got you know like we've got this cult following around that open face gutting blade and we've incorporated that into the razor pro as well so for someone that likes our, our gutting blade, but they also want the new razor tech, I mean, it is just a, one of the best routes you could go. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. And then, and then I have this, the saw combo and I used to carry like a, like a bigger, 
handsaw with me, especially not only for like field processing or, or quartering, but you know, just to have a good saw to either cut some branches or shooting lanes or, you know, there's always one branch in my way when I'm trying to climb a tree, whitetail hunting. Um, that's just right there with the knife. And, and I pull that thing out and it's razor sharp. It's, it's lightweight and it, it does everything I want it to do. Yeah, it's definitely, it's small, but don't let it fool you. It's, <laughs> it's uh, highly effective. And again, you know, when it comes to function in our line, we wanted to, to have a really, um, just a, a powerful saw that was compact and lightweight. So we used a, a 6061 aluminum handle. And so that kept it nice and, and light, but I'm sure you've noticed, um, there's a little bit of a kind of a rubber feel on that handle. And that's, that is actually a, a rubberized coating on top of the aluminum. Okay. And okay. so, yeah, it's, it's super thin. Um, but it's it's just big enough where you can absolutely take out a limb or um, and we've also uh, we've created that tooth pattern on that saw to work for wood and bone so it's a good little bone saw as well yeah yeah I used it uh, I used it for that in Oklahoma this past fall and and loved it I was cutting branches and uh, cutting bones <laughs> in the field so it's pretty cool um, so this so the swing blade is essentially um, kind of a similar knife where you got the the gut hook and in the in the processing blade um there but it's it, it doesn't fold it, it just essentially kind of pivots over correct right yep yeah so it is we we do classify it as a fixed blade knife because you always have one blade out and so it does come with a sheath um and if you didn't know that there was a push button to pivot the blade you probably would just see a picture of it and say oh it's just a you know, a, a nice ergonomic drop point skinning knife, but you push that button and it allows you to swing a solid piece of steel over to the gutting blade. And people really love that knife because you do get a really just strong, solid fixed blade feel. And it does have that extra, you know, that extra kind of oomph behind it where you feel like you're not going to break it. You don't have to be as, as uh, dainty with it, I guess you'd say. Yep. So it's for someone that wants just a, a really solid fixed blade knife, but you know, you get the two blades in one, the swing blade is such a good option. Yeah. Yeah. Well, one thing I will say about the, uh, the razor pro or any of the replaceable blades, those things are so freaking sharp. Uh, you really do have to watch it. I, I cut myself last <laughs> fall <laughs> and that's the other thing. Like you don't, not, you don't with that. It's like, you don't have to put a lot of pressure on it. The, the blade literally does the cutting, which, which I love. It's so lightning sharp. And when one dolls out, you're working on a big animal or you've pro, you know, skinned a whole deer. I mean, just get a new blade. It's pretty simple. <laughs> yeah, no, I see. I talked to a lot of people that, that, uh, you know, whether it was one of our knives or, or typically another knife, they've got some sort of scar to show me. And, uh, <laughs> and typically it's not from, you know, them having a problem with the knife. I mean, it's, it's almost always, well, my knife was dull. I was using this from another brand and, <laughs> um, I put a little bit too much force there and, and, you know, that's why a razor sharp knife is truly the, the safest option because you, you know, you don't have to put a lot of force behind it. So, um, that's the goal there is, uh, 
you know, make cutting easier, make it a little bit safer. And, uh, and then again, you know, if it goes dull, you don't have to worry about stopping to sharpen it. You just put a new blade in and, um, you know, the field results are, are pretty good. I mean, I'm seeing most people are, are using just one blade per animal, um, at least for a deer. And so maybe, maybe a couple for an elk, um, you know, moose is whole different animal, but, <laughs> um, no pun intended, but, uh, but yeah, there's, I mean, the, those blades are, are definitely wicked sharp. And, um, I don't know if you're familiar with why we, like how we went about, you know, coming up with that series, but I'll give you a, a quick yeah, couple yeah, give us the rundown. inside tips. So the, like, we're definitely not the first company to come out with, um, a replacement razor blade knife and, what we what we saw was you know we were intrigued by just how the market was responding to replacement blade knives and so we we heard time and again from people that well you know I like these but um, I often break blades in the field and then I've got a you know a sharp loose blade in the animal or somewhere and also you hear a lot of people they would say that the the blades are kind of hard to just to replace to like exchange a new blade in there. So yeah, um, when we started designing the whole razor light, the first razor light knife, we now call it a, the technology razor safe. Um, we wanted to make blades that were strong and weren't going to break. And we also wanted to make them just really easy to change so that people didn't have to worry about, you know, trying to grab a multi-tool or something to pull a blade out. And so that's how, you know, we came up with the design that we have. We said, all right, let's just push a button on the handle to release the blade and put a new one in. And then you'll notice that the blades that we use are, those are our own proprietary design. Um, they're, they're a little bit thicker than a, like a standard scalpel blade. And so you can actually, you know, pick one up. If you were to bend it, you'll see it's, it's pretty rigid and it's, it's got some flex, but it's not going to break. And then of course we, you know, we added in that black blade holder that just sandwiches the blade and gives it just the, the strength of like a standard piece of steel. So it's really a, a very cool design. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I love it. Um, yeah, I wish like using a normal like box cutter or, you know, like normal, uh, box cutters where you got to replace the blade. It's like, you got to hinge something open or like undo some sort of like mechanism like this. Yeah. Simple press a button and then it clips in. It like makes that locking, uh, sound yep. and it's just real sturdy. I love it. Yeah. The little audible click is a, is a nice, uh, feature that, um, I don't think we intended it to do that, but it worked out well. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Um, we talked a little bit about it before, and, and I'm really unfamiliar with it, but um, tell us about the new Razor Max that's, uh, I think, available for pre-order right now, right? Yeah, so the Razor Max will be here in about a month, um, as will, if you look on our website, there's a like a tab in the main navigation that says new products, and that's everything that's on there should be here in, yeah, about a month, mid to late June. And uh, the Razor Max is cool because it's, it's the first fixed blade model within our razor safe technology. And so everything before this model was a folding knife and 
it has just really good ergonomics. It's more of a, um, it's definitely more of a slender handle. It's not as not as wide and not as um, tall, but it has just great ergonomics. It's got a rubberized coating, and then you've got the the same replacement blade sandwich, the black blade holder that we use on all the other knives. So the Razer Max will come with three of the three and a half inch blades, which we use um, on you know all the other knives. And then we've got a new blade length, which is a five inch boning blade. And so the the whole concept of this was, you know, let's expand the our razor series and let's uh let's create this knife where people can use it as a skinning knife in the field but you know you can use it for deboning you can use it for for butchering and processing as well so it's really um you know it really kind of bridges the gap for us as far as what we've done in the past and uh it'll be uh it's a really good value as well again you know values everything for us so you're getting a knife you're getting three of the three and a half inch blades, three of the five inch blades, and then a really nice sheath system. And MSRP on this knife is going to be $79.95. Um, you'll see it selling competitively right around $60. And uh, should be our definitely our hottest new item for this year. Yeah, no, that's really cool. I mean, uh, to have the two different blade options that are interchangeable makes total sense. And again, it's it's multi-purpose, and you're not having to necessarily carry something uh, if you're trying to debone something in the field, like on a backcountry elk hunt. Like, just switch the blade over. You've got it skinned. You got it, you know, broke down. Now you just need to shed some weight. You know, switch in that other blade, and and uh, it's it's built for a purpose. That's awesome. Yeah, and the other another cool thing that we we added to it kind of late in the design phase, um, we we came up with this. We're calling it the Blade Box, and it's a super a super innovative name. But it is a a little plastic case that comes um, with the knife. It'll it actually fits right in the this little blade pouch or caddy that attaches to the sheath, and that plastic case will hold both a, a five inch blade and a three and a half. So that way if you if you want to switch between blades in the field, you've and you've got a you know you've got a live blade so you're thinking, what do I do with this? You can put it right in that blade box and then keep toggling back and forth between the two. Ah and so got it's a really good design. Um, we're actually gonna be incorporating uh, we're selling that that blade box in the five inch replacement blade pack. So when you buy those those six packs of the five inch blade, you'll get a, a new blade box with it. And uh, the other cool thing to mention is the blade holder that's on this new Razor Max. It's the same blade holder that's on our three and a half inch razor knives. And so um, if you had a, a Razor Pro or if you had a Razor Light or a Razor Blaze or a Razor Light EDC, um, you can actually put one of those five inch blades into one of those folding knives. It'll fit in that blade holder. Um, oh, wow. The only, the only thing to know is it will not fold all the way. So obviously, you know, a three and a half inch folding knife is designed with a three and a half inch blade. And so you'll have about an inch and a half, not quite that, but about an inch, inch of blade length sticking out if you were to fold it. Um, so that's why we're also packaging these blade 
boxes in with that new five inch six pack so that if somebody did want to use like Adam, if you wanted to use a, a five inch blade in your razor pro this fall, you could be, you know, you could just take the blade out when you're done, put it in the blade box, put that in your pack and then put your three and a half inch blade back in the knife and fold it just fine. I love it. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, it, you know, basically it's compatible with, you know, all other knives and, and even previous models. So that's pretty neat. Yep. Definitely. Awesome. So, uh, razor light, what, what's the difference between that one and, and, uh, let's say the, you know, the, the razor max. Yeah. So the, the razor light was the first one we came out with and that's, that's a, a folding knife. Um, it's the, it comes with a sheath and it's got a full rubberized handle and it's a three and a half inch blade length. So that was the first one. Um, from there we came out with the razor light EDC. EDC stands for everyday carry and it has a pocket clip. It does not come with a sheath. And then we also came out with the razor pro, which has the same replacement blade system, but with the gutting blade. And then we've got now the new razor max. So the names are a little bit confusing at times. Um, but they're, uh, you know, it's the full line. So we've got multiple hunting knives within this, this series. And we've also got some really good everyday carry knives as well. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's the thing. I mean, for people listening, you just got to get on the website because they've got everything on there. It's it's tough to <laughs> cover every single uh, you know knife in the lineup here on the podcast. But you know, just just check everything out. You're not going to be disappointed. <laughs> yep, definitely. So um, let's let's talk. Let's move on to a little bit more of the everyday carry. I know you said. Um, you know, there's some of the, the the hunting knives that have the crossover of the everyday carry, like with the folding design and in the, the belt clip. Um, but talk about let's. I think I think one that's pretty pretty cool is the the Paraclaw series, where you've got one for a wrist strap. Um, you know, like you got a watch built in. You've got one for a buckle. Yep. Tell us a little bit about that lineup. Yeah. So the the Paraclaw. Um, We've had that for a couple of years now, and we actually partnered with a, um, a, a retired bounty hunter. He's uh, down in Atlanta, and his name's Fuji Escobedo. And <laughs> he, like um, cool name. Yeah, he's like he's the real deal. So he, I believe, he apprehended over over a thousand fugitives during his bounty hunter career, and. He actually developed a handmade version of what we now have as the Paraclaw, and uh, his was a just a, a simple friction fit kind of Kydex sheath with the paracord bracelet. And so we love the idea. Um, and so David, our our owner, who to to this day he still you know heads up all the product development, and he worked with Fuji to to create this you know something that we could take his original handmade design and make it mass produced and safe for, for the public. And so the, the Paraclaw has a, a really cool, it's a, if you look at the models, I mean, they're, they're traditional like paracord bracelets and uh, they come in a few different sizes. We do a purple and black one in, in a small size for ladies. Um, we do a medium size, which has a number of colors in a large size. And those sizes all have, um, like a micro adjustment. So, um, you know, I wear the medium personally, um, but even, 
even guys or girls that have a bigger wrist, um, the large will fit just about anybody as well. And the buckle is designed to be worn on the inside of your wrist, so it's it's discreet. Um, and it's got a one and a half inch hawkbill karambit style blade. And so literally um, it's a quick release system where, you know, it, we market it truly as a, a self-defense knife where if you were, you know, in a, a brawl of some sort or somebody was attacking you, you've got a, a nice little knife there to, I call it the slash and dash, hopefully something <laughs> where, you know, you can put some distance between you and your attacker and um, it's been a really, really fun product line for us because, like you said, yeah, we do have these the, the original Paraclaw in a number of you know colors and sizes and whatnot. And then last year we came out with the um, Paraclaw CQD watch, CQD for close quarters defense. And we've got two different models in the watches, and it pretty much takes the the same para, the same Paraclaw buckle. Um, but it's designed to be worn on your left wrist just because most of the most consumers or most of the public will wear a watch on their left, uh, whereas the other pair of claws is designed to be worn on your right. And the watch has a little bit of a, a thinner profile when you look at the paracord bracelet, and it just attaches onto standard watch pins. Um, we don't sell the the actual watch bracelet by itself. So you do have to buy one of the watches, but the watches are, are really reasonable and you get a, a really good quality watch. So they're, they retail between 60 and a hundred dollars, depending on the model you get. And, uh, it's just a, a cool tactical watch that has a knife in it. So, I mean, it's, it's, uh, our tagline is time to defend. And, uh, <laughs> I, think it's, I think it's quite fitting. I love it. I love it. That's perfect. That's perfect. Yeah. And then we also sell, we do sell those buckles by themselves. So if you were, there's a lot of people out there that like to tie their own paracord bracelets and that way um, somebody could do their own custom bracelet and just incorporate our buckle into it. And then new for this year, we've got the Paris Spark, which is our survival uh, version of the Paraclaw. And that's got a more of a, um, almost like a sheep's foot or it's kind of like a semi drop point, but it's, it's more of a straight blade. So it's less, less aggressive than the original Paraclaw. And it's got a, a whistle and a ferrule rod built into the buckle. So you can actually light a spark, um, start a fire. And then the other cool thing is the, um, the actual paracord we're using on that bracelet is it's a special, special blend. It's got, your traditional strands of, of rope in there, but it also has a 10 pound uh, monofilament fishing line and also a wax coated jute cord, um, like your fire cord material. So it's really, uh, it's a cool little tool to take with you in the backcountry, whether you're on a remote hunt or you're hiking or you're camping somewhere. It's just a, a really nice little backup tool to have. Yeah, no, I, I love that. Um, I had... Matt Wright on my podcast. He's been on the show Naked and Afraid like three times. He actually lives um, in Denver, uh, it, you know, pretty close to you guys. And he's been on the show a number of times. And, and I had him on my podcast. And one of the things he talks about is having multiple levels of, uh, of survival items or the necessities in multiple areas 
on your body. So for what I like about the Paraclaw stuff and, you know, having as a wrist strap, I set my pack, let's say I set my pack down, I'm going after an elk or, you know, I'm trying to chase after something and I drop my pack, you know, in there, I've got a lighter, I've got maybe <laughs> some paracord, I've got some, you know, fire starting stuff. Um, I drop that, I can't find it uh, for some reason. I've got that Paraclaw on my you know, wrist or somewhere else on my body where I've got a fire starter, I've got paracord, I've got a knife, I've got multiple levels in multiple locations on my body. So I feel like that fits that need, that need to a T. It's pretty cool. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, it's lightweight too. So it's not something that you have to worry about. Like, Oh, I got to add this <laughs> into my, my pack. And, uh, you know, a lot of guys are like, most people are carrying the Garmin or, or some sort of GPS like if, depending on where they are and we even put a little liquid filled compass on there as well so okay. it's we definitely we put a lot of thought into um you know how we can make this this product something that i mean it's truly designed to to save lives i'd say yeah yeah no for sure now let's talk about the slide winder that's a pretty interesting <laughs> knife there yeah so this is a definitely a fun kind of cute little knife um it is a it's really small it's just a, a couple inches long it's um just barely bigger than like a traditional trapezoid uh razor blade like a box cutter um standard utility blade and that is what it houses so there's a spring retracted at the push of a button um little utility blade and um that's kind of how we started with with that item was we've been doing a lot of business in the, the hardware home improvement market. So we wanted to come out with a, a fun, just, you know, impulse driven uh, kind of utility blade. And we said, well, how can we make this a little bit more interesting? And we added in a Phillips head screwdriver and a flathead screwdriver and a bottle opener. And this little <laughs> knife, it's got a, it's got a good hole on it so you can put it on a keychain. Um, it also has a pocket clip so you can, you can wear it with you every day. And, uh, it's also really safe too, because you've got, you've got a, you know, this, this little razor that you push out and then it's real like just quick and fast to, to hit the button and it springer tracks back into the actual handle. So, um, super cool item. And, uh, you know, that retails like between really 12 to $15 and, uh, been good for us too yeah 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 no it seems like it again fits a, a lot of uh purposes there and you can use it for a lot of different things so that's that's pretty yep. cool let's uh let's and and there's a number of again for people listening there's a number of not different knives that you know we could probably spend an hour on just in the everyday carry so get on the website check it out but um let's move on to hiking and camping one of the things that i as a backcountry hunter um I kind of this kind of hit me last year when I was doing an opening weekend archery hunt. I I brought all this backcountry food and whatever cooking cooking stuff, and then I got out there and I didn't. I realized I didn't even have freaking like silverware to even eat the food I brought, <laughs> I brought with me. Um, let's <laughs> let's talk about the chow pal because I could have used that last fall. <laughs> yeah, so the chow pal it's been in the line for about a year and. It is a it's a two piece design. Um, it's all made out of 420J2 stainless steel, 
and it weighs just just a couple ounces. I think it's 2.6 ounces or something. And you've got a fork, you've got a spoon, and on the end of the spoon there is a knife that actually folds out. It's a folding knife, and so you've got your three main utensils right there. Um, and there's a lot of great sporks and different, you know, like eating utensils out there for camping. But what I really like about this this product is that um, you can you can eat like you know whether you're you need a fork and a knife and you're cutting up a piece of meat or whatever it is you've got like you've got a much better tool because it all assembles to be this compact little set but you take it apart and you can hold a knife in one hand and a fork in the other and we also added in some other other cool features there's a graduated wrench set that's on the fork there's also a can opener and a little bottle opener and there's also like a flathead screwdriver on the end of the spoon so you've got kind of everything you need right there yeah it, uh, um, it's, then, it's really cool i didn't even know it came apart um into individual pieces because typically like you know you got that set up and it kind of all pivots or it's it's one unit those those come apart that's really neat yeah yep so you know it's nice to have a tool like you know you've probably seen a bunch of other um tools out there where you've got like a fork that rotates out and a knife that rotates out and a spoon that has like a slip joint and, and folds out. But this is next level in that, you know, usually when you need a knife, you're eating with a knife, you typically need a fork as well. So this, this allows you to, I always say, eat a civilized meal outdoors. <laughs> Yeah, no, I love it. And then you, it looks like something that's also new or, you know, coming out pretty soon is the Chow Light, which is kind of a, a little bit stripped down version of the Chow Pal. Correct. Yeah. So that's new for this year. Um, we'll have it just in time for, for camping season and whatnot. And that is, um, that one does not come apart. So it's got a single pivot, but the, um, you know, it's got a, a nice size spoon and a fork. And then we've also incorporated the um, bottle opener, can opener, and a little flathead screwdriver onto that one. And the Chow Pal typically retails $25 or so. The Chow Light's going to be more in that $15 to $20 range, depending on where you go to buy it. And just a, you know, a lot of people, they're already carrying a knife with them, and maybe all they want is a spoon or a fork and this solves uh solves that need yeah yeah it's really cool and along with that kind of the, the camping season you've also got a number of uh kits designed for the grill and and barbecuing tell us a little bit about that yeah so whether you're going for just a you know a barbecue grill out in the park or you're tailgating at a basin this this summer this spring or you're you know, grilling in your backyard, we do, or your car camping. I mean, there's there's lots of options, but we've got two really cool kits called the Cut and Q. Uh, we do the Cut and Q 10 and the 14. Um, the 10 obviously comes with 10 pieces, and the 14 comes with 14 pieces, and they've got um, just really kind of nice oversized spatulas, tongs. Um, there's a fork. There's cutting mats. Um, there's, and then the the coolest thing in there is the knives. So you've got, like you've probably seen other barbecue kits on the market where you've got your little 
corn on the cob holders and you've got, you know, a spatula and, and tongs, but there's no knives. So to actually, you know, prepare like more of a detailed meat, um, meal outside, you definitely need some, some good knives to, whether it's like, you know, cutting up some veggies or whatever. And uh, so we've got, you know, German stainless steel blades in there. Um, the 10 comes with two knives. The 14-piece kit comes with three. And then you've got all of the utensils that you'd need to, to help grill out and cook a meal. And so those are really cool kits because we've taken the we've taken it a step further than just a, a barbecue kit. It's really like, you know, it's a cooking kit more than just a, a grilling kit. Um, and then we also have the grill beam series. We do that in a, a set of tongs and then a hybrid tong spatula. And those are cool because they've got a flashlight built into the pivot. Um, you can take the flashlight out and it just takes a, a single AA battery. So real easy to, uh, you know, replace the batteries and everything. And those are extendable tools. They take a little bit shorter, and then you just push the pins on the sides of the tool and extend the um, extend the arms a bit. And you've got just a, a really just rigid, beefy, uh, you know, barbecue tongs or spatula setup. And so I'm sure you've been outside and you're like, oh, man, it's getting dark. I can barely see what I'm cooking. And <laughs> that's the whole thing there. We wanted to we wanted to put the spotlight on your, on your, uh, culinary masterpiece. That's badass. I love it. I love it. Now, uh, talking about the fishing stuff, is that something that's relatively new for outdoor edge or have you guys been doing that for a while? So we, I mean, there were some fishing knives in our line many years ago. It's probably been 15 years or more. And so, um, Definitely, those are those are new for us in the last couple of years. Um, the the ones that you're probably referring to are the Real Flex, and um, they've got blue handles. And we're doing the Real Flex knives. You can either buy a six inch, seven and a half inch, or a nine and a half inch blade. And then we also do a hard a hard side um, kit called the Real Flex Pack, which has all three knives and a sharpener, and you get a a nice um, case just to carry everything around in. So those are really nice knives. The handles are really ergonomic. Um, they've got a rubberized coating. So, you know, often when you're flaying a fish, your hands are pretty slimy. Um, so these have a really good grip and then we've got a oversized guard on them. So, you know, just again, just building a really safe ergonomic knife. And then, uh, the blades are fantastic. They're, they're thin. Um, and they're double tempered, so they flex, you know, either direction really well, and they go back straight. You'll see a lot of cheaper fillet knives where you bend it heavy once, and it's it doesn't necessarily go back very straight. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So these are these are the real deal. Um, they are tapered ground, just like a high end chef's knife. And so when you're actually filleting something, you know, it's it's effortless. There's zero drag, and uh, they've been quite popular for us. I'd say the kit has been one of the better received items in that series just because there's not a lot of just good quality fillet kits out there and uh, ours you can usually find for about fifty dollars uh, competitively online so it's a good value yeah yeah and i've i've found myself getting more into fishing here lately i don't i don't know what my deal was for the past 20 years of my life but i i haven't really 
I haven't really been a big fisherman, but I've kind of caught the bug the last like three, four months. And uh, this summer I've kind of made a pact. I want to, I want to hit a salmon run, uh, whether it's on the Gunnison or somewhere. And, uh, and hopefully I can, I can get some good salmon fillets and throw them on the spoker. So I'll have to try those out for sure. Yeah, man. There you go. <laughs> so what's uh so what's new coming down? Any uh any different industries, outdoor edges kinda looking in into at this time? Any kind of new, you know, other products that you can kinda give us some intel? What's what's coming down the pipe for, for you guys in twenty twenty? So we covered we definitely covered some of the the new stuff. Um you know, one item that we didn't touch on was the the BOA, which is it's an acronym BOA, and that stands for Box Opening Assistant, and it's our our first um, you know real folding utility knife, and so I'm pretty excited about that because it's it's a good value, but it's got just superior ergonomics compared to other folding utility blades out there. Um, you know, a lot of box cutter utility knives are are built by a tool company, and they're oversized handles and they look kind of techy, but when you go to pick one up, you're like, wow, this thing's, you know, just <laughs> Junk. A, a brick. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, the BOA has a, a really neat hourgla- hourglass kind of shape on the handle. Um, it just feels really good in your hand. And we've put a bunch of oversized jimping on, uh, on the actual blade holder and just, just made a really simple, just ergonomic utility knife. And that's, that's a big market for us in the last few years. So I'm really excited to get that out this summer and, uh, and just continue to build upon that. And then, um, you know, I do see us definitely coming out with more products in the future for just general outdoor use, you know, whether it's camping or, uh, anything, anything outside, um, you know, on the hunting side, we're always going to continue to to enhance our hunting offering and innovate. But um, once we come out with a new, just awesome hunting knife, it typically will cannibalize sales of something existing in the line. So we're we're going to continue to to just broaden the product line and and cover the categories that we're in. I think um, when you look at what we've got today, I don't see us going into too many other categories, but I think we're just, you're going to see a deeper offering for like different categories where, where we might be a little bit thin today, like more general outdoor stuff, more everyday carry, more fishing. Um, so that's kind of the plan right now. I love it. I love it. So, um, Colin, you've, you've really given us the, the big picture on the company background and, and all the offerings and the industries you're in and, and all that stuff. And, Really, really appreciate it. Um, before we jump off here, where can we go to find out more information? Talk to us about the website, social media, you know, dealer locator, what, you know, where people can go to kind of get their hands on this stuff. Just tell us about all that. Yeah, so definitely, definitely check out our website. It's just outdooredge.com. And that's, I mean, that's where we have a, just a, a wealth of information on all of our products and, all the new stuff that's coming out and then um, absolutely give us a follow uh, on any social media outlet. Um, we've got, uh, we've got some good content that we're going to be pushing out this summer. So just look for us on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter and, 
and yeah, we're, you know, our products are readily available. Um, you can buy them from us through our website. Uh, but we've got, we've got dealers all around the country in all 50 states. We've got, um, I mean, we've got dealers uh, all over Europe, and we're heavily distributed in Canada as well. So um, easy to get our stuff, but some of the some of the bigger retailers, um, you know, I'd love to name off a thousand dealers for for everybody, <laughs> depending on what state they're in and where they're listening in from. But um, you know, you can definitely find us at Bass Pro Shops, Cabela's, Sportsman's Warehouse, Gander Outdoors. Um, Shields has a great assortment. Um, a lot of farm and ranch stores, so like your Mills Fleet Farm, um, your Orshelms, um, you know, Rural King and Big R. We've really, we've got a, a really good distribution footprint. We're also in a number of hardware stores like Menards, um, Lowe's, Ace Hardware, Do It Best. So there's, there's a lot of places to go buy an Outdoor Edge knife and, uh, and yeah, that's that's how you get through to us. <laughs> I love it. Well, very cool, Colin. Well, I, again, I, I appreciate you. Uh, big fan of Outdoor Edge. Love the products, and and really appreciate you taking the time and and going going through everything. So, um, yeah, we'll we'll definitely have to have you back on for a follow up episode at some point. Talk about some new offerings, and and uh, I'll look forward to that. All right. Well, thank you very much for your time, Adam. I appreciate you. Uh featuring Outdoor Edge, and uh, hope to catch up with you soon. All right, and there it is, another episode in the books. Big thanks to Colin from Outdoor Edge for coming on the show. I had a blast. I learned a lot, and I hope you guys did too. So hopefully that kind of opened your eyes on the full lineup of Outdoor Edge and the different knives that they offer for the various different applications, hunting, fishing, camping, tactical, and everyday carry. I, uh, I found it really, really cool to, to kind of go through the entire lineup, and I'm excited to, to get my hands on some of the new 2019 stuff and put it to the test camping and, and, and going on some hunts this fall, so I'm excited for that. As mentioned from the beginning of the episode, Outdoor Edge has been generous enough to take part in a giveaway for a lucky listener, and what we're giving away is a Razor Pro Saw Combo. It's the exact setup I use in the field deer and elk hunting here in Colorado, whitetail hunting in the Midwest, just an all-around good set to carry with you at all times of the hunt, uh, cutting limbs, bone saw, skinning, field dressing, all of the above. So I really love this setup from Outdoor Edge. So here are the rules to enter to win. All right, all you have to do is like the Instagram post that mentions this podcast episode, Tag two friends in the comments and follow Transition Wild and Outdoor Edge on Instagram. So three things. Like the Instagram post that mentions this podcast. Tag two friends in the comments. And make sure you're following Transition Wild and Outdoor Edge. So I'll, I'll link everything in the Instagram post. You'll be able to go and listen to the episode there. And you'll also be able to... Um, you know, comment and follow and enter to win. So I hope you are the lucky one and pick up that package from Outdoor Edge. For all of you losers out there, just kidding, you're not a loser. You're a winner if you're listening to this podcast. <laughs> all right, I need to hang it up. But for all of you who do not win the giveaway, 
Enter code WILD30 at checkout on OutdoorEdge.com for 30% off your order. So Father's Day is coming up. Uh, you know, uh, hunting season's coming up. Get your knives. Get your camping utensils. Get your barbecue kits. Whatever. Enter code WILD30, W-I-L-D-30 at checkout on OutdoorEdge.com to receive 30% off your entire order. All right, that is it. Thanks again to our sponsors, Expedition Archery, Skull Brew Coffee, and I'm excited to announce our newest comp. Uh, I can't even talk. Our newest partner, you guessed it, Outdoor Edge Knives. So I'm excited. I'm really excited for this partnership because I'm going to be able to bring you a lot of new video, blog posts, reviews, um, you know, photos around their 2019 lineup and, and a lot of the products that we talked about in today's episode. So I'm excited for that. So thanks again to Outdoor Edge. I hope you guys are having a great day. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll talk to you soon.